Welcome to this week's Adulting Under the Influence podcast. This episode, we take an in-depth look at raccoons and why these lovable little trash diggers are so adorable, but your local neighborhood crackhead is fucking disgusting. That would be a riveting, riveting podcast. Do you agree? Um, raccoons carry rabies. But they're still cute. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a raccoon and you go, oh, he's cute? No. Have you ever seen a crackhead that you went, oh, he's cute? No. They live pretty much identical lives. Mm. Both carry diseases, both rummage through your trash and steal shit. And if you feed them, they won't go away. I think this this is an expose we could dive deep into. You, you don't look enthusiastic. No. Well, fuck it. I guess it's back to dick jokes then. <laughs> I like dick jokes. We're adulting. Uh... You're under the influence. All right, Miss Bottle of Prosecco before noon. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're both under the influence. I mean, I might not enjoy you eating my pussy, but that doesn't mean I don't need to do it. And I said I was okay with a finger. I never said a thumb and three fingers. There's a fucking difference. I'm not really into butt play, but if you want me to strap it on and peg you, I will. Nothing, and I mean nothing, kills the mood more than, oh God, the baby has a shitty diaper. It's over. And we are adulting. Under the influence. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Let's do this. It is the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. Yes, it is. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. Thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. Yeah. We're glad we're here. Yeah. We're all around just happy. Yeah. And we're drinking. Yep. Cheers, my love. What what are you sipping on here? Um, I'm actually drinking a sparkling rose. Ooh. It's the cupcake brand. It doesn't, it's not like a rosé, it doesn't say rosé Prosecco on it, just a sparkling rosé. But that's kind of a new thing that I've been finding a lot of is, you know, rosé Proseccos, and I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, I know you liked the the Mionetto. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have one. Who else did? LaMarca had one. They all have them right now, it seems like. Like, when I went up to um, uh, Third Base Liquors the other day. Yeah. Thursday, like, there was pretty much a rosé version of every single type of Prosecco they had there. That's crazy. That's a relatively new thing, I think. I feel like, yeah. I mean, well, definitely. Like, the first time I had seen that was at the um, wine festival back in September. Yeah. Yeah. I remember remember you came back and you were like, they they had this this sparkling rosé, or uh, sparkling, you know, Prosecco rosé that was delicious. It was amazing. Loved it. And uh, you went out and bought a bottle. Did you buy a bottle there and bring it home, or did you buy... No, I I think I didn't. I was too drunk by the end of it. I was <laughs> you just were pretty like, hammered. Have to go. <laughs> you did bring some bottles home though, didn't you? From that, or did you not? I don't think I did. I don't think I brought any any wine home. No, so I just missed out all around. Hmm. Yeah, it's fitting. 
<laughs> no, I'm mm-hmm. glad you got to go. You and Haley had a good time. Um, no panty sniffing occurred, so it was a good day. <laughs> we didn't tell you about any well, panty sniffing. <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, even uh, it's not sparkling, but Snoop Dogg, you know, he teamed up with the 19 Crimes. Even they have a rosé out with mm, the, the I think Snoop I've seen Dog that. Rose. I mean, I'm not a huge rosé fan, but I would probably try Snoop Dogg's. I just, I can't bring myself to try the Indago uh, strawberry flavored gin that he has. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, you know, I really got to be in the mood just for like a straight up rosé. Yeah. Yeah. But the rosé Prosecco, it just does, some, it's just a little different than just regular Prosecco. Yeah. Uh, the rosé, we had a rosé at, um, the winery in, in, uh, central Texas, um, Oh yeah, that was good. William Chris, William I can't say Ruth's Chris. Yeah, uh, we had at that winery that you were a member of when we met. They had a rosé there. It was nice. Uh, we went, had it at that one of the events we went to. Mm-hmm. It was good. I was. It was. They gave you that at the beginning. That was like one of the. It's a nice alternative to like white wine in the summer. Yeah, you I can know? see that. You get you chill it. Um, it's not quite as heavy as like a red wine, but yeah. not quite as you know a little bit. It's got a little bit more to it than a than a just a regular white wine. So, and see, I know a lot of people they they really like white wines in the summer. I still like a red wine in the summer. It just depends for me. Like I don't want to be sitting out in the heat with a red wine. Yeah, it depends on if I if I'm eating like I'm having a good meal. Like if I'm having fish or something like that, something light, I would I prefer a white. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, anything else, pretty much, I want a red wine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, what are you drinking? Usual? Bourbon and ginger. Mm. This is a, a old Bardstown, Kentucky Straight bourbon whiskey. It's from the Willett Distillery, who makes some fantastic bourbons. Uh, this one is 101 proof, and I mixed it with a little fever tree, mm-hmm. refreshingly light ginger beer. Yep, I do like their ginger beer. It's uh, There's so few calories and sugar in it compared to like regular ginger ale and it tastes way better than like the diet ginger ale that I'll sometimes make. yeah I can't do the diet ginger ale but this one it's you funny the refreshingly you don't do light diet anything no but the refre- refreshingly light on the fever tree tastes better than their regular yeah fever the, tree, the regular think. is really strong really strong the refreshingly light is lower calorie but it just tastes like a nice more mild mm-hmm. ginger flavor but still more than regular ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't have a artificial sweetener taste to it, which is big to me. I don't think it has artificial sweetener in it. I, I don't I don't either. That's, and that's, I think it just has know, less the, sugar in it. Yeah, a lot of the light stuff does, and that right. grosses me the fuck out. Yeah, it's I know. It's disgusting. I know. So, uh, how's it going, babe? How are things with you? How's your week been? Um, You know, it was kind of a stressful week. I'm... Uh, I'm really tired right now, but that's just because I'm hungover. <laughs> I'm actually not hungover so much anymore, but I'm just really tired from being hungover earlier in the day and not getting a ton of sleep. Um, but yeah, the week was kind of uh, kind of stressful. We the the nanny had to leave early on Monday for some medical reasons, and then she was out on Tuesday and Wednesday. Thankfully, your dad was here and he helped look after. The toddler, uh, although I do, did still get try to get involved, you know, try to help out. So she's just not used to him, you know. Yeah, and uh, not used to taking care of any child anymore. It's been a while since he's yeah. had to do much of that, so, especially the toddler. 
So there was that, and then um, trying to, you know, navigate. He's he's been having some the toddler, you know, having some extra appointments that he's had to go to, and so I've been arranging my schedule around to do that, and then still trying to get the work in, and um, it's just been a lot lately, and I've been really tired this week, more tired than I have been in a little while. Yeah, I'm, I definitely noticed you were tired. Early in the week, you were doing well, and then, you know, as, as the week got more more yeah. involved and more stressful, it definitely was wearing on you. I'm adjusting to the work schedule now. I'm finding I have more energy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not just... Like I don't come home and the first thing I want to do is take a nap. Mm-hmm. This first several weeks, that's what I wanted to do. When I would get home, I'm like, yep, I'm going to go lay down for like at least 15 to 20 minutes. Just take a little nap, close my eyes. I would set a timer on my phone so I'd wake up and just... Well, personally, I, I, needed think, it. I think you should do that anyway. Yeah, and now some days... Oh, i start fucking yawning already. God mm-hmm. damn it. Um, what, some days I get home and like I don't have a lot of time before I have to yeah. take over for the nanny. So, I, you know, I'm like trying to get things done. Uh, one day, that, a couple days this week, actually, the teenager and I went out back and played wiffle ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pitching and batting to, you know, with each other and just goofing around. It was nice. I had the energy. I felt like doing things. Mm-hmm. It's good. And, uh. My work week wasn't overly stressful, but Friday was bizarre. Friday was very weird. Mm. Um, I had to go to a maximum security psychiatric facility. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, work in a crawl space under, well, off of the boiler room. You go into the boiler room, which is already a creepy place, in a bigger creepy place, this psych ward. You know, it's basically a home for the criminally insane. Like, they, they house one pretty notorious serial killer from the Baltimore area in mm-hmm. this place and it's like the real life Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. so I had to go into the boiler room and then in the crawl space underneath the hospital and crawl for probably 50 yards through this thing and it's it's vast it goes under the entire hospital mm-hmm. it's huge if it was just a small space it wouldn't be as creepy Yeah, but it's this massive open space underneath a kind of dark, sorted place, which has a pretty sorted history, too. Uh, I did find several articles on this place that were questionable. <laughs> it's a state-run hospital, and and it's uh, it was scary. Like, and you're under there, and it's just dark in every direction. Yeah. And it just goes. It's just darkness for as far as you can see. You don't know what or who is down there. Yeah, it's creepy. And when you first go in from the boiler room, there's a couple of old, like, uh, prison mattresses basically in this crawl space like like somebody just put them there to like get them out of the way or something yeah or somebody was like like hiding out down there and Mm -hmm. and yeah it's fucking creepy and there were like cigarette butts and shit around in different places that i'm like there have been people down here fairly recently Mm -hmm. and like the guy that i was there he'd been at this facility for eight years and he said he had never been in there so yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is then? Because you're the guy in charge of doing the maintenance here. Who the fuck has been down here <laughs> smoking cigarettes? Have mattresses down here. There was an office chair at one pla- in one place. Like, as we're just going through there, there's a fucking roll-around computer chair out in the middle of this crawl space. I'm, that, I'm like, getting creeped out just listening to you talk it's about this. fucking insane. And then I had to go up and go into the facility through the secured area where they, like, you know, you have to walk through the metal detector, take all your shit out. They have to go through all your stuff. You know, they would let us take certain tools in 
I had to leave my pocket knife in the car, things like that. Uh, anyway, we went in, and you go through one set of doors. You wait till it closes, and then the other set of doors opens. Like it's, you're, you're going into a prison, and like there were inmates walked by like 15 feet from us, mm-hmm. uh, residents, rather patients, whatever you call them. Uh, anyway, I go to the, the the control room, and there's a hole in the floor leading to the crawl space down below that's been chiseled through the concrete. Well, my helper had to stay under, so mm-hmm. <laughs> he was down there by himself. I think. Like he just looked so relieved when we popped out through that little hole. We're like, "Hey, man, we're here." And he, was, <laughs> he was just like, "Oh, thank God, somebody's here." Because he said there were all kinds of like noises. Well, I had to be down there later by myself. Same thing. As soon as I was alone, shit is like banging on pipes down underneath, and and uh, he said one pipe, one of the pipes that were there above his head, like started moving while he was down there by himself. Jesus. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, "This was fucking horrible." But, Jesus, yeah. it's a crazy experience, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm as I'm in this control room up there, the guy that was uh that took me in there, he had to leave because we were trying to get these doors working again that some uh, wires had been cut. So he had to go to the door to see if it would open and he had to leave me in there f- for a long time by myself multiple times, you know, for 5-10 minutes at a time. And we're working in the the panel that controls every door in this building. So all I'm imagining is that something's going to go wrong. <laughs> We're going to cause a short that's going to open every door in this building. <laughs> and then I'm just trapped by myself in this fucking room. Luckily, it's locked. Nobody can get in unless they break the door down. But I've got no way out unless I can squeeze through this little hole in the floor. And I'm looking at this hole wondering, like, are my shoulders going to fit through this little square <laughs> hole if shit goes down? Am I going to be able to squeeze through that? Or am I going to get stuck? And then, you know. I'm just there like a little human pinata for <laughs> these crazy people to bash on. Like All these things are going through my head while I'm in here. Just like all the shit that can go wrong because I'm in there on Friday the fucking 13th mm-hmm. in a mental institution. The guy leading us around, his name is Mike, kind of like Michael Myers. The contact name on my paperwork for it was Jim Kruger and we're going to the boiler room. And, of course, my name is Jason, and it's Friday the 13th. It was <laughs> the perfect storm for a horror movie. Yeah, sounds like it. Just... But I'm here, so nothing yep. happened. Or something did, and this is I'm just the ghost of Jason. This is like uh, The Sixth Sense, and I don't know I'm dead. Mm, well, then that would mean that I can see ghosts. You see dead people. I can see dead people. Little Haley Joel Osment, look at you. <laughs> Yeah, I think he has bigger boobs than you do now, though. <laughs> Seen that dude lately? Mm-hmm. Swole up. Hey, that's my week. Yeah. Well, um, I think part of the other reason, too, that I, I, I've been so tired is just not doing my routine routinely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so trying to get back into that, that, that definitely always helps and I can make sure I do my routine. I, you know, and, um, set, or on a Thursday night, I, um, co-taught a restorative and Reiki class, which was really cool at the yoga studio. So the restorative, you know, I, I led the restorative part, which is basically setting people up to get them as comfortable as possible. And they lay in these poses for like 10 minutes. And then the other teacher who was there went around and did Reiki on on everybody and it was it was a lot of fun it was the first time we did it we're gonna probably we're planning to do it monthly um so that was that was really cool to to be a part of that and it's very relaxing even though that so that was another reason I was so, that's why I was so fucking tired on Friday morning is that 
and I can get done there until like 9.30 and then coming home and getting up early in the morning to do some extra work on Friday morning just to make up for some of the time that I hadn't been working during the week because I was trying to take care of, you know, kids and talk to your dad a little bit while he was here and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, can you explain to some people who might not know what Reiki is? Like, yeah, I can try. Um, so it's a broad general idea. It has to do with um, like energy, like energy, uh, and like energy movement within the body. And the way that she described it was like it's really about like energy frequencies and stuff. And so she was kind of moving energy around with with these these people and like working with on the chakras and stuff like that okay yeah i i would like to learn more about it but you know i have like a long list of things i want to learn more about and (laughs) yeah just gotta have the time to get around to them all yeah and like finish the shit that i've been working on and still haven't finished and i just want you know there's a lot of things i want to do right now like the top of my list is i want to go play golf that's like one of the things I want to do more than anything. Like the weather's getting warmer. I haven't played in so long and I have coworkers that play golf. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my, my helper, he's a, he loves golf, loves to play. He was super excited when he found out I played. And then the guy that's going to be my helper this coming week or this week, rather, uh, he's also plays golf. We knew this because we looked and he had his, uh, <laughs> golf clubs in the back of his car. We were at work when he was like, and, uh, my helper noticed, he's like, Hey man, you uh, you got golf clubs in there. You play? And I was like, did you really ask him that? <laughs> nope, stole them, waiting to sell them on Craigslist. <laughs> uh, now, uh, so yeah, I've got you know, people to play golf with and just want to go. I'm so ready. Just got to gotta find time. And good weather. I mean, this weekend was, this past weekend was warm, but kind of rainy and drizzly and shitty, so. You got to make time for stuff like that. Well, yeah, but I can't make the weather good. And no. last weekend really sucked when yeah, my dad was here. Yeah, but you were talking Ooh. specifically about time. Yeah, yeah, I do. It'll happen. It will happen. So, uh, you had an interesting night recently. Mm-hmm. Can we uh, can we dive into that now? Are you ready to? Yeah, I'm ready. So, Friday night, I convinced a girlfriend of mine to go on this Harford Brew tour. Which is a it's a big van like bu- van bus type thing that takes people to the different breweries or wineries things like that, and this um, on this Friday night, which was Friday the thirteenth, they were um, going down to this bar called the this bar restaurant called the Crazy Tuna to see a male review and the the thing was called Girls Night Out, so that's what my friend and I did is we went to watch this mail review um got all danced up on by some very attractive although a little sweaty men (laughs) (laughs) got flipped around and picked up and (laughs) okay what what now i've never seen one of these things in real life but is there like glitter and stuff and like body oil like there is in like you know um there was no strip clubs? there was no glitter there might have been body oil to make them look a little slick but honestly it just seemed like sweat to me <laughs> but <laughs> okay. they didn't smell that's good i feel like that would be important yeah like, I, I've, I've been near a stripper that smelled a little bit just a little bit of like body odor mm-hmm. not like serious bo but you know she'd been sweating and she hadn't showered in a day probably 
Yeah, I I um I feel like they probably also do a lot of hair removal, so that might help too with the smell. Yeah, it seems like the less hair there is, the less smell there is a lot of times. Yeah, they were in some very uh skimpy underwear. Were they like sparkly or shiny or they were, reflective? They were shiny, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember I went well, to a... Yeah, well, at least one of them was shiny, yeah. I remember years ago I went to a drag show at a like gay bar or place and the the waiters were wearing tidy whities but they had this cone of LED lights over their <laughs> junk. It would like, the lights would spin and mm-hmm. flash and do all this like crazy shit and they were all oiled up and none of them were like muscular guys. They all looked like, I mean, maybe slightly more built than the guy from The New Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like fucking stick figures, really pale, riding around on roller skates in fucking tidy whities with his LED cone flashing over their crotch. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. So I pictured these guys in a similar outfit. Maybe not tidy whities, but like, you know, maybe like really super short shorts that are like shiny, reflective. They were like, it was like underwear. Yeah. It wasn't short shorts. Okay. But was it like Like boxer brief underwear? Like bikini bottom type. Okay, bikini. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So got danced on, Mm -hmm. rubbed on, Mm -hmm. ass shaking in your face. Not an ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tea, anyone? <laughs> so tell us about your your night. You got you went up on stage. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so um, after we got there, we got there really early. So we got seats up at the bar, and it's a bar restaurant. There are a couple tables by the stage. Um, and then eventually what they do is they pulled chairs in so people could do that. And then there's this whole other section of the of the bar, restaurant, tables and stuff. And then you go outside and there's some, like there's like an outdoor stage. And apparently, supposedly it was supposed to be outdoors, but I don't know how that would really would have worked to be outdoors. It doesn't even get dark, dark to like nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's on the water and there's like a dock back there. And so people can actually drive their boats up and. Nice put them in a slip and come in and get some food and so it reminded me of Florida actually and um anyway so we all got at, we got at the bar there was there was one two three four five six, eight, there was like ten of us probably mm-hmm. yeah ten of us and um you could drink on the bus on the bus ride down it was, about, it was BYOB right yeah so BYOP in your case for your Prosecco yeah um yeah, so we it was about a thirty minute drive or so. That's not get, bad to get down there. It wasn't very far. Anyway, so then uh, we get all set up. I'm trading my twenty in for ones, <laughs> and <laughs> my friend was like, she'd never done anything like this before. I mean, I hadn't done this before either, but she was just like, "Oh, do we we need to do that." And I'm like, well, I don't know, but I'm gonna have ones just in case, you know. I don't want them to run out of ones, so <laughs> right. Um, like I'm not I, slipping a 20 in a motherfucker's draws. As we, uh, I did have to pay a 20 for something, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, as we were walking in, there was a, an attractive um, secu- built security guard who was like, I'm the best thing you guys are going to see all night. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, so once, so there were four guys total, not including the security guard who wasn't a part of the act and you know one of them was like the host but he kind of did the dancing to start with and then there were three other 
dudes that came out together and then you know one at a time and so for $30 you could get a wristband and you would be able to come up on the stage in a chair when your number got called and then at the end you get pictures with the dancers so that's what I did um and I was in the second group of women to go up there my friend was in the first and uh, the guy that was dan- that actually was dancing when I went up there was from Hawaii, actually. Um, now, was he Hawaiian or was he like a white guy from Hawaii? He was not a white guy. Okay. I mean, I don't know if he was Hawaiian or... Yeah, but okay. But he, he looked more like a local there than you did. <laughs> Hawaiian, a Portuguese, a Filipino, something like something, that. Something, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so... So when I got up there and he like came up and he kind of, he dipped me and then like he he pulled me up, kind of spun me around and like dipped me and then put me on the floor and then got over my face (laughs) (laughs) and then flipped me over and got behind me. Oh my God, that's funny. So a little bit later, um, you know, so we did go up for the second guy that was up there and as he... (laughs) as he was leaving the stage i like stepped in front of him and held my money out and he opened up his pants to his underwear so i could put the money in (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah and then um then what they were also doing what they were also allowing was for like a few minutes you could pay 20 bucks and come back up on you come up on the stage and it wasn't like the vip thing where you got like this picture which is the pictures you know with your camera that they take it yeah and um so I went back up there and I did that. <laughs> and I was pretty drunk by that point. So I don't, Shocking. I, don't re- I don't really remember exactly what happened. Just that I remember flying through the air a little bit and <laughs> flipping around <laughs> and uh, him saying, um, can you turn over or bend over or something like that. And one of the things that they did, I can't remember exactly what happened, but he brought two two women close Mm-hmm. And I think they might have been both bent over like chairs and he like put his hands like on their lower both hands lower back lifted himself up on their backs and was like doing some kind of movement it was crazy there was one one guy that like picked up two women not small women um simultaneously then they were coming around for like five bucks and doing little lap dances so I got another one those <laughs> I mean it's like it was like we're talking like 10 seconds you know yeah. and um yeah then we got pictures at the end and came home loaded up on the bus and then I came and picked you guys up yep. when you were dropped off we were uh, giving your friend a ride home so because our husband was at home with the young kids and, mm-hmm. and we have the teenagers that can stay here with the little one so I came and got you, and you were fucking hammered. <laughs> you spent 10 minutes trying to take a picture of the the driver's Venmo thing. You were like, I was standing out there, and you didn't even notice I was there. You were like, you just kept like trying to get your phone to focus. And you're holding it way too close to the screen on hers to take a picture, and you were like, you kept trying and trying and trying and trying. It, it, was, it was quite comical. Uh, your friend had handed me her food and went into the restaurant where you were dropped off to go pee, mm. and... uh you finally came down. I was like, oh, yeah, she's hammered. You were like, let's go to Sean Boland's and have some more drinks. I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's go home. I've been up since 4.15 in the morning. So I was like, and you were hammered. I was yeah. like, you're not going to make it much longer. Nope. I am exhausted. I stayed up to come get you guys. And uh, it's funny, too. So we're driving. 
and you're talking about something and you said, well, she told me, and you point at your friend, and then you yawned real big and then just didn't talk anymore. And we were both sitting there and she finally leans forward and goes, I told you what? What the fuck did I tell you? And you're like, what? I don't know. What? And uh, you were telling me a story and then after we dropped her off, and then like five minutes later, you started the exact same story again. I was like, yeah, you just told me that. And you're like, what? When? I'm like, I don't know. In the seven minutes since we dropped your friend off, <laughs> this conversation has been had. And you were like, oh, sorry. Okay. Then we came home. You wanted to have sex. So we did. Yeah. I don't remember any of this. Yeah. You feel good. <laughs> and uh, then you were like. I remember sleep now and just <laughs> rolled over naked like nothing on you no no blanket no sheet you're just like sleep now rolled over fetal position out within seconds <laughs> yep classic gene classic gene <laughs> yeah i don't remember much after we dropped her off i don't remember anything after we dropped her off i remember getting to her house yeah. And say goodbye to her. Um, so in your, what you remember, how did it compare to a strip club that like we've been to? Um, well, touching is encouraged. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's a, that's a big difference. Definitely not encouraged at strip clubs. No, and it, and it is like, um, and they are very athletic. Like the the moves that they, they these guys do, and how they pick up these women and know how to pick them up without hurting anybody and move them around. Like that's that's impressive. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the the touching is encouraged, and I don't know. It just. This is probably a sexist thing to say, but it just, it doesn't, it didn't feel as like, like it, as dirty, <laughs> you know, with a, if it had been reversed where it was a, cu- a couple of women that were doing this around a whole bunch of guys that were as rowdy as we okay. were. Would it felt, would it have felt dirty if it was fully nude? I don't know. Like if the dude was like helicopter in his dick right in your face. Like bounced it on your yeah, board. that would have felt a little. Di- that, that would have felt dirty. Yeah, that would have that'd be different. These guys were were clothed. You know, had mm-hmm. something on the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also a a big difference. Is you mm-hmm. know, it's not a fully nude experience. There yep. are some I know. Yeah, but. but even if it was, you know, women that were top topless, not and not fully nude, I think still similar. Yeah. Um, And like I was gonna say, uh, sorry, I can't remember. <laughs> it's gone. Um, it's just you know, it's like I want to say it just it. So when we went to the the strip club the other night, it was sexual, but not sexualized so much. If that makes sense, right? Like, I'm sure you know. I know people were getting you know. Aroused. Yes, aroused. That that's that's a good word, and I'm sure women were getting aroused um, the other the other night. But I don't I don't really know what I'm trying to 
trying to go. It just didn't feel the same. And maybe that's just because it's just a, a reversal of roles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's also different. Like, you know, every, not every, but most guys in the strip club are looking at the women and especially the ones they really like and are like, oh man, I would love to fuck her like that's mm-hmm. what they're thinking and i'm sure some of the women are thinking that at the at the male review also but i might have had a little fantasy about that earlier today in the shower I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but the point being like the dudes at the strip club have zero chance yeah with those those women most 99 percent of those guys have zero fucking chance mm-hmm but at the male review place, they yeah. probably also have very little chance because more likely the dudes are going to go home and blow each other um, <laughs> and, or get so coked up they can't get it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my old boss was roommates with a couple of male strippers, Chippendales guys in Dallas back in the like 90s. Mm-hmm. And he was like, most of them were gay. The ones that were bi were more into dudes. And every one of them would, were so fucking coked up all the time. He's mm-hmm. like, it was like... Mm-hmm. He said it was fucking insane. That's that's why he liked hanging out with them because they always had good coke. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was like, there was, everybody was always coked up. And they were like, dude, are these women, like, are they all over you? He's like, yeah, but I'm so fucked up, I can't get it up. So what good are they? <laughs> I was just like, what? Why are you more interested? I'm like 22, 21, 22 at the time. I'm like, I would rather have the pussy than the drugs. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Well, it's but, easy for you to say you've never done cocaine. I have not either, to be clear. But well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, still, I, it, there's you know, I don't know. As, as a 21, 22 year old guy, I can't imagine anything better than sex at that point. You know. Mm. What about now? Now, um, and a good nap sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's still nothing better than sex. No, there's really not. I mean, there are things that I definitely enjoy, and there are, de- there are things at certain times of the day I'd be like, no, I'll do that. We can have sex later. Mm-hmm. But also, no sex is going to be there. When you're 21, 22 years old, you're like, oh, I got to get it while I can. This is still, you know, relatively new. At 41, I'm like, mm, it's going to happen. You're going to... You're going to give in to me eventually. I'm going to black out. Yeah, or you're going to get drunk and be like, do me, baby. And then and roll then go, over. Sleep now. Sleep now. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, so um, it was... It was more like... Uh, like I felt like the strip club is more sensual. You know? Mm-hmm. So which do you like more? Hmm. I guess it depends. You know, it depends on it depends on the mood and and the the feeling um, that I'm trying to get by going into one of these places. If that makes sense, like yeah. yes, these men were very very attractive men, um, and I was there with a girlfriend. This is a girl thing. Like there weren't really guys that were that were there. So if it's like seriously like a girls' night out, I mean you could you could do either, but it was very rowdy. Uh, it was rowdy. Yeah, see, I see these being much more rowdy. <laughs> yes. Than, than, and, like, that's everything I've ever heard about a, ma- a male strip yeah. club or a male review place. Mm-hmm. They're much more, like, the women get fucking buck wild. Mm-hmm. And the guys, like, feed on that. And, you know, yeah, they really... Yeah, and, and that's got to be nice to some extent, too, for the guys, right? Like, the um, like Christina Hutchinson always talks about how we need to... We do need to sexualize males more and... 
to some extent, objectify them a little bit more and make them feel, you know, good about themselves and feel sexy and stuff like that. Hey, I'm all about it. Yeah, you, please, objectify me all you want. Well, did you see the pictures of these men? Yeah, I did. You were- Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. But to, to go back, you know, so, um, so the strip club, certainly I could go there with like female friends and stuff, but yeah. um, it is a different thing. Like that is more of a, kind of a romantic I think it's kind of romantic depending on the, the place and who you're with or it could be fun with some other friends so it just it just would depend right like if I want to get loud and crazy then the male reviews where it's gonna be <laughs> but if you want to go out for a like sexy night with your husband mm-hmm. strip club mm-hmm. makes sense all right here's one that's like not necessarily on that topic of all the strip clubs we've been to which was your favorite man Um, you know, I'm probably going to say Penthouse Club. I liked, I liked a lot of the other ones. Like I liked the one we went to in Alaska. I thought that was really, that was fun. really interesting. We were fucking freezing. There was no cover. It was full nude. There um, were pool tables in a strip club. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah. And, uh, I was pregnant and the girls were so-so not to, you know, I mean, there were some attractive girls. The, the the chick on the rope, remember that? It was a it was a bar that, but it. Yeah, but it was on. A, yeah. It was on. It was it was um, it was a bar that was hung from the ceiling. Yeah, uh, there was a chick that did something on a rope too, though. I remember that. It had that. a platform at the bottom. It was a long, like thick rope, and it had a little platform above it she could stand on. You don't remember that? No, I remember this. This it was a bar was a, that I had the that, bar as well. I don't. Oh, I don't. Mm-hmm. I only remember that one thing. Okay, maybe I'm. Um, you know, and like, but there, and you, you know, you said they did this at like the place in place in Texas, places in Texas you'd been to too. Like, it was a lot of just they dance around a little bit, they take their clothes off, and you know, the place in Alaska, mm-hmm. and then they would open their legs up and just be like, here it is. Just, you know, that's what they would do at the end of their, their dances is they would just go around to the people at the, who were sitting at the stage and, you know, basically be like in the crab walk position <laughs> with their legs spread open. And that was it. Yeah. Look at my vagina. Um, But that's not how it was at the penthouse club. It was a lot more peekaboo, but also, it was more part of the routine as opposed to just crab walking up to somebody and (laughs) showing your junk. The place in Hawaii that we went to was really fun. The one. The second one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The first one was. Yeah. I would say probably the the nicest was. Penthouse Club. Yeah. See Penthouse Club and there's one in Dallas I went to with my brother a couple times called PT's Plaza. That one was, it was very similar to Penthouse Club. Except you couldn't see any buttholes. Yeah, it was it was just topless. Oh, because they served alcohol. Oh, yeah, there was a they, they served alcohol there. It was just topless, but it was a it was a really nice place. It was a lot like you know it had a men's room attendant, and mm-hmm. um, it was it was just really laid out similarly, and just a nice place. All valet parking. Like mm-hmm. you don't park your own vehicles. They all they handle it all. Um, Went there for my shortly after my twenty first birthday, and then again a few years later with him. And uh, I just remember the shot girl licking me. That was kind of 
interesting. Like she, they were doing shots in the test tubes, uh-huh. and she like put it between her boobs a couple times. Then we did several shots, and I was like, "All right, that's cool." She's like, "Here, I got a special one for you," and she put it in her mouth, and then like tipped it forward, and like I took it out of her mouth, and it was a test tube, and she had only about that much sticking out of it, out of her mouth. So she took a lot of that test tube, but she spilled some down my cheek and she's like oh i spilled it let me get that and licked it off my face mm. i was like 22 20 no that was that was when i turned 21 that you trip probably I was, thought you were gonna get lucky huh uh no not really i mean i was <laughs> i was riding with my brother like if, you know he would have left me <laughs> um again remember the whole conversation about you know what's better than like getting pussy and well yeah but and sex being able to find my way home because i didn't know where he even lived like my vehicle was at his house i couldn't have found it again i'm just saying you shouldn't judge people who wanted you know spend all their time coked up instead of having sex well i mean when you at 21 years old yeah i'm not saying i wouldn't have i was just (laughs) it was a new experience for me i was nervous (laughs) it was fun it was definitely a that's a nice place though it really is Similar to the Penthouse Club. Mm-hmm. Penthouse Club, I think it's a little better, though. I think I'd, I'll go with the Penthouse Club also. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. Cool. Yep. I was curious about that. Okay, so Penthouse Club or the thing last night, which one was nicer? Nicer? Yeah. Penthouse Club. Which was a better show? Mm, see again that's hard it depends on depends on what you're looking for yeah Yeah. okay like this was definitely a a choreographed rehearsed show right like that that was on that i went to last night versus yeah i'm sure there's i mean i'm sure there's choreography that these girls you know these women work on um that that come out on the pole uh, to some extent i mean they're but uh yeah so but it's different they sound more enthusiastic, these guys do, than some of the girls. Most of the girls put on a good show, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, all smiles and flirty, and there were a couple of them looked bored as fuck. Yeah. And they then just kind of, like, wiggle their butt back and forth a little bit. But especially the first place we do it, the goddess. Oh, man. Well, the, fir- <laughs> the first chick that came on, she, like, she took her shirt off and her bra off before she even got on the stage. And, yeah. like, part of... like part the of, goddess, yeah. Yeah, part of the... Uh, appeal and this is why we like to go to burlesque shows is to watch the like the tease and the the stripping part of it um one thing that i was gonna say i meant to say last time about penthouse club that i thought was i found really interesting was that they didn't seem to have rules as to what the women had to like take off or reveal you know there were women in there that had pasties that they didn't take their bottoms off you know and they're not going to do it as well probably financially <laughs> you know they're not gonna make as much money they weren't but hurting though <laughs> no you know and so i thought i thought that was a unique thing that it, it almost seemed like they could go out there and just do whatever they felt comfortable doing and one chick had like little black x's across mm-hmm. her nipples with yeah. like like looked like electrical tape but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. no it was a yeah it was a different vibe like I said the women didn't didn't appear they were required to get nude mm-hmm. but the option was there mm-hmm. so and they served alcohol, so that was a beautiful thing. Which was just such a shock, because Baltimore County, you can't buy it on Sundays. Yeah, it's really weird. See, because Baltimore is a, a, it's a more, you know, like, liberal, liberated, politically county and city 
and especially then Harford County, north of there, which is a lot more conservative. But in Harford County, you can buy alcohol on Sundays. Mm-hmm. In Baltimore County, you can't. That's It just seems so backwards to me. I'm mm-hmm. just coming from Texas where, you know, it's the super conservative, you know, Bible-thumping blue laws down there that kept, you know, where you can't sell liquor at all on Sundays and beer and wine only after 12 because you got to wait till church is out. That's yeah. Jesus's time before noon. Well, um, I was talking when I was talking to my friend about that yesterday. She was saying in in Virginia they still have blue laws too, where you can't buy liquor on Sundays, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure you can in Florida on Sundays. But I do, I feel like they that ha, it had to be after a certain time that you could buy out. I could be completely wrong though. Maybe I'm just remembering. It's been so long since I lived in Florida. It's been a long time since I lived in Florida. Yeah. Um. I never understood the. Also, like, they could serve, they could sell beer in beer stores and stuff until mm-hmm. midnight, but liquor had to be stopped at nine in Texas. Mm-hmm. Couldn't mm-hmm. sell liquor past bottles of liquor past nine, but you could go to a bar and pound drinks all night until two a.m. Mm-hmm. and then drive home, <laughs> mm-hmm. drunk as shit, and take out a family of six on the highway. Because you couldn't just go to the liquor store, buy you a bottle, go home and drink it. Mm-hmm. Because, oh shit, I didn't make it before nine. So, it's fucking weird, right? Like, those laws don't make any sense. They don't. They're like people imposing their weird morals on... We should see if the else. Constitution can help us do anything about that. We should. Oh, wise Constitution, <laughs> show us the way. Let's some incense and we'll pray to it. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Smoke a dube. <laughs> Play some Pink Floyd. Watch The Wizard of Oz. You say you've never done that before, right? No, never. All right. Let's move on from your man whores now. <laughs> so, <laughs> funny things started happening. It's It's been a little while this has gone on. Uh, every once in a while we get an email from people asking for advice. And I was thinking for a while, I was like, this is a horrible idea. Like, why would anybody ask us for advice? Like, <laughs> you know, this this whole idea of this podcast is that we are adulting under the influence. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just, we're trying to make it. We're trying to, to figure out how to get through things and do the best we can parenting with each other, mm-hmm. with life. And enjoying some drinks along the way and take the edge off occasionally. So, mm-hmm. or more than occasionally. But I thought about it, I was like, you know what? We're as qualified as probably any other douchebag out there on the internet that gives advice. You know, there's so many different podcasts. People, oh, call in. We'll give you. Mm -hmm. That have no medical, no training, no Mm -hmm. psychology classes. You know, I did take an intro to psych class once. So I figure I'm pretty well qualified for this. I can handle about anything. And I spent the day working in a psychiatric hospital. So I took a class on the biology of human sexuality. Well, there you go. I mean, that's why we're the sex experts, right? Exactly. We are certified sex experts. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, digging through a few of them, and I found one at a. This came in a, a few weeks ago, and I just thought it was kind of funny, so I held on to it, and I was like, "Yeah, we need to we need to read this and try to help this guy out." Gene uh, and Jason, I'm a 34 year old man, and I'm struggling uh, to get my wife to support my dream. My wife works in the corporate world and is the breadwinner in our family. 
I'm a house painter and make astonishingly mediocre money. I have the dream of becoming a professional paintball player, and my wife isn't supportive of me pursuing this as a career choice. She constantly complains about me spending money on new gear and scoffs at the idea of me traveling to play in other cities on the weekends, where I might be noticed by talent scouts in the paintball world. <laughs> what should I do? Give up my dream and keep it as just a hobby that I'm really good at? Or should I tell her I'm going to pursue it and she can either accept it or move on? Sincerely, Mike, the paintball assassin. <laughs> so that was a... That one stood out to me. Shocking. Yeah. Paintball. What are your thoughts? Um, 34 years old. He's a painter. House make, painter. Right. Yeah. That makes mediocre wage. Astonishingly <laughs> mediocre. I like that. Yeah. It's a great way to put it. Yeah, I mean... Personally, I think he just needs to do it and we can find out, you know, we could figure out some, some people like we could ask the teenager if he's got any friends who are paintball connoisseurs who could help point him in the right direction. And he just <laughs> needs to say to his wife, look, bitch, this is, this is what I'm going to do. And yeah, however he put it deal with it and move on or whatever i think he needs to just tell her look we're, we're done here all right because once i'm a like big shot paintballer the paintball groupies the flocks and hordes of paintball group groupies will be pouring in by the twos mm. like it's gonna be he's gonna be flooded this he's this man's gonna be a pussy magnet he is Mike, the paintball assassin. Mm -hmm. I mean, his future is so wide open. Mm -hmm. Like, he's going to be, you know, signing those big multi-million dollar paintball contracts and just nothing but fucking cocaine and hose for the rest of his days. That's what he has to look forward to. So why would he want to waste his time on a family? And, yeah, I don't you know, know. A woman who obviously cares about him and, and you know, helps support him and his, mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Has what every man's looking for—a sugar mama. Exactly. And but a, why would you want that? I mean, he's a house painter. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, I bet he could talk her into letting him be a housewife. Probably so, and he could just, you know, he could play paintball during the week when he's done doing his chores and cleaning, and uh, you know, make a few bucks. But no, fuck that. Go for the gold, buddy. You can do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was professional paintball. I didn't either. I've <laughs> learned something new every day. I should have looked into this, like how much, how lucrative this is. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure this is like one of those like professional things where, you know, they're guys that, that have jobs. That's like professional bowlers, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> these guys have a shitty job during the week and then they go get televised on ESPN three for an hour on the weekends on their big tournaments. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Interesting. All right, Mike. I hope that helped you out, buddy. Uh, next one. This one's short and sweet. Uh, it says, AUI pod. My boyfriend keeps begging me to try anal, but I told him I'm just not interested. It's so annoying because he asks every time we have sex. What should I do? Thank you. Celia. Well, 
Hmm. Personally, I think she should see if he'll let her stick something up his ass. See how he likes it. And if he's into it, then maybe she'll reconsider. All right, but what if he's like, deal, but she's still really, you know, what if she does that and he calls her bluff? He's like, all right. And then she's like, oh, now I really have to take a dick in my ass. Maybe she'll like it. But I mean, like, maybe she, maybe once she sees him get it, she won't, it, whatever it is that's holding her back from it won't be there anymore. Maybe. Maybe. But we also don't know if maybe she's tried it in the past with other guys and she knows she just doesn't like it. Um, I have another solution. Hmm. I think she needs to just, you know, if he keeps asking, say, look, I know this is important to you. You really want to try anal. And I'm fully supportive of fulfilling your fantasy. So this is Lance. He's a gay guy that I work with and um, he's used to these types of things and a hole is a hole, baby. So he said he will volunteer as tribute and he will be my stunt, my stunt hole for you. Mm -hmm. So you guys have fun. I'm going to the mail review with Gene. We're going <laughs> to go watch some, some guys shake their junk in our face. Mm -hmm. So they're shaking you, you junk. Yeah. You and Lance have fun. I think that's that's what you should try, Celia. Make a gay friend, convince him to let your wife bang him, and then get your the husband. fuck out of the house. Her husband. She said boyfriend. Okay, but you said wife. Oh, sorry, boyfriend. Whatever. <laughs> you convince girlfriend. Convince him to let your wife bang him. That's what you said. Oh, convince him to let your hus your boyfriend bang him. <laughs> sorry, I fucked that all up. Anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. Find a gay dude that'll take it, take one for the team or for you, and uh, move on. Problem solved. See, look at that. Everybody's happy. He gets anal. She gets to keep her uh, rectal seal intact. Mm. <laughs> See, look at that. We are problem solvers, people. If you have problems, we got you. Email us auipodjj at gmail.com with your questions. That's auipodjj at gmail.com also you can DM us on Instagram a at AUIPod and uh, we'll be more than happy to help you out yep you ready for some ridiculousness babe yep let's do it I've got a series of videos here that are all I, I did a little deep dive I actually went on TikTok it's the first time I've ever really looked shit up on TikTok but I'd heard some uh, some videos from here on this topic and it was just kind of a like what the fuck moment for me. And I tried to be, you know, a pretty open-minded, pretty progressive guy, but there comes a point where shit just gets so fucking ridiculous. Uh, and the pronoun thing, I didn't realize how fucking stupid this has gotten with especially younger people. Asking people their pronouns on their lives. My pronouns are she, her. Is she, her. Is she, her. Thank you so much for asking. I liked the black woman because she looked like mm -hmm. she her what the fuck do you think they are like just look on her face was like well slap the shit out of you for asking that you know how hard it took me to look this pretty <laughs> and you're gonna fucking ask me some shit like that my pronouns are all pronouns it doesn't matter but my preferred pronouns are they them she has yeah. never said that in her life <laughs> she made that shit up on the spot she you tell she's thinking about it she's like uh they them 
That's <laughs> something people say, right? It's a thing now. I can be a they. Him. Thank you for asking. No, my pronouns are she, her, hers. Do I really live? My pronouns are they or she. My pronouns are fuck you. For my pronouns? Uh, they and them. Just kidding. No. He, she. Just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a guy. That's a dumb question. I'm not going to answer that one. I'm not going to even justify that question. Real? Uh, he, him, and your wife's boyfriend usually is what I go by. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was my favorite. He, him, and your wife's boyfriend. That's what I go by. And I hate answering the same question. My pronouns are he and him. That's it. Asking people. That's it. That's, That's it. it. They're he, him. Um, then it went on to this one. Hello, I identify as huh. My pronouns are why God and ah! <laughs> Those are not pronouns. <laughs> I don't think he understands what pronouns are, uh, but it was still comical. Then I came across, the, across this one, which actually has like the hashtag uh, pronouns and uh, yeah, hashtag she they pronouns. And you look at her and she looks like a she they to me. <laughs> but uh, then I watched the video and was like, what in the name of fuck is this? I'm a server at a restaurant. Um, and before I hear the whole, oh my god, first world problems, oh my god, I deal with the worst at work. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> that just like, that energy right there, let's let me know immediately. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. I like this. I like this a lot now. Okay. I have a table. All right, four people, whatever. Easy enough. They're rude from the start. Okay, annoying, whatever. I can look past that, okay? I go get their food, drop it off, whatever, you know, give them a second to look at it, start eating, come back, ask them if they need anything. This lady goes, yeah, can I get some mustard? I was like, honey mustard? And she was like, yeah. So I go back and I get the honey mustard. Okay, if somebody asks for a honey mustard, is your first thought honey mustard ever? If somebody asks for a mustard? Yeah. No. That, I thought that was kind of weird. Can I get some mustard? Honey mustard? No, I didn't ask for honey mustard. I asked for fucking mustard, bitch. Like, uh, only a they them would come up with honey mustard as the response. And then I come back, drop it off. And she's like, mm, that's not the mustard I wanted. And I was like... Ha! See? I was right. Somebody says mustard that doesn't automatically mean honey mustard. Who yeah, but she, like she got... She got clarification from her. She said, you want honey mustard? And the woman said, yes. So she gets her honey mustard. I'm sure she said yes just out of pure shock. That Are you stupid enough you actually thought the word mustard meant honey mustard by default? Like, well, what kind of fucking piece of shit human being thinks that way? That's, that's absurd. Like, that is definitely a they-them response. Okay. She's not a they-them. Sure. Though. I'll go get... Actually, her, her tag down here is she, they pronouns. Right. So, she is. Get your regular mustard. And this other lady goes, yeah, can I get the creamy garlic sauce? Which is like our ranch. Anyways. And I was like, sure. Yeah. So, I go and get that. Come back. Then the guy sitting next to her goes, yeah, can I get some Parmesan cheese? And I was like, yeah, sure. You could have asked me the last three fucking times I walked past your table. And then, <laughs> drop that off. Give them a few more minutes to eat, you know, halfway through their meal. And I'm just like, hey, do you guys think that you're going to want any dessert or anything? And they were like, no. And then I was like, all right, yeah, so it's going to be one check or two checks for you guys. And they go, 
okay? Now you can't fucking talk to me. Am I fucking an inconvenience now? Am I inconveniencing you, bitch? So, I split the check. It takes a minute. It takes a minute because I accidentally added another seat. Anyways, so it took a while for me to split the check because I did it wrong. Anyways, so I'm like, okay, split the check. Easy, easy, whatever. Drop the check off. Now they want one check. If you ever fucking do that in a restaurant, please never leave your house. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with the, the pronoun thing, but... Um... Just something about that energy. That video has had, uh, let's see, how many views? I'm trying to see how many views it's actually had. I'm still learning this uh, this whole TikTok thing. Well, 739.9 thousand people have liked that video. Jesus. Not just viewed it, that's how many have liked it. There's been over 8,944 comments on this video. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the comments. Please tell me if y'all want to hear more work stories. I have so many. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, I appreciate it. All right, now. This one here. <sighs> this person has several, several videos of the same topics. Hi, I'm here to pick up my kid, Andy. She should be in study hall. Okay, I'll call down and let her know that you're here. Great, yes, I told them this morning that I should be coming around one. They are probably expecting you then. Oh, could you ask her to meet me out back because I couldn't find a parking spot out front. Um, she, uh, they, we'll just meet you here because we have to do an official sign out thing. Are you okay? This might sound kind of silly, but what are Andy's pronouns? She or they? Oh, both, she or they is fine. Thanks for asking. Oh, okay. So this person does all these little skits mm-hmm. and they're all the same, like they're all about people's pronouns and preferred pronouns. And that's all they are is this ridiculous shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one was dumb, but the next one is the one I told you I showed my coworker and he was like, I, I never need to hear this person speak ever again because that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. So let's take a trip down. Um, neo pronoun lane. You familiar with neo pronouns? No, but if I had to guess, I would say it's pronouns that people make up. Hey, have you seen Morgan today? I have Zia's book and I want to return it to Zem. I'm sorry, what language are you speaking? English? Those are uh, neo pronouns. What's that? Okay, so instead of using he, she, or they, Morgan uses Zem pronouns. Does that make sense? Oh, sorry. Uh, I use he, him pronouns myself. It's okay. It's new for you. It takes time. Anyways, I saw Morgan in the library this morning, but cool. I haven't seen Zem since then. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Bye. I I just I can't like like if you have to take it that far you're the problem <laughs> like <laughs> if you have to start making up shit just to be fucking difficult and then act like other people are the ones that are the problem you're absolutely the problem it's like, and the, and it's that- okay it's new to you because it's fucking new to everybody everyone Nobody before like a year ago had ever heard Zem, and they're, especially this, they're spelled X E and X E M. Hmm. <laughs> it's new to everyone. Thoughts? Um, I don't know why you spent so much time on this. 
number one. <laughs> Just a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Number two. Yeah, these are these are a little ridiculous, but I think that's the point. Um. And number three, I think that the biggest issue with people making such a big deal out of this is then it makes it even worse for people when they make mistakes. Yeah, and like, they, I think the people that wait for you to make that mistake and are just waiting to pounce, like those are pro- those are like the lowest form of humans we have on this planet. Those people who, you know, make up their own rules and they have all these rules you have to follow. Man, if you fuck up because you don't know the rules... They're going to destroy you. That is their mission in life mm-hmm. is to destroy you. They're the IRS of human beings, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a certain set of rules you have to play by. We're not really, they're not published really anywhere clearly. We're not going to help you understand them. But when you fuck up, we're going to destroy your life. Like these people are the IRS of humans. And mm-hmm. uh, this one here, I have not actually watched in its entirety yet. I wanted us to watch this one together. But this person uh, says here, my pronouns are my rule. If you don't want to use them, then don't talk to me. So simple. Hashtag non-binary. Hashtag Z. Hashtag Zim. Zizer. I'm sure this person is uh, having to tell people every day, don't talk to me. I'm sure they're just coming in droves to be this person's <laughs> friend. Because I'm sure Zay, Zim, or Zer is a fucking load of fun at a party. I'm going to make this in reference to my previous video and so many people seem to be confused about what my pronouns actually are. So, here they are, and here's how I can describe a little bit more about gender-neutral pronouns. Since so many people seem to still be confused by them, even though they're literally in every second TikTok you see. If you're not technologically savvy, it should be something spoken in every single classroom around the world to teach kids this before they get to the age I was when I realized I was non-binary. And there was nothing wrong with that. So let me go into a bit more detail. So my pronouns are Zim and Zer. Z-I-E, Z-I-M. Basically that means I don't identify as she, I don't identify as he, and I don't answer to either of those. I like they and them, it's, a, it's cool, but for me it just didn't feel right. And like when people say, if something doesn't feel right, don't do it. So my preference is Z, Zim. That's how I identify. That is my preference. Just like how anyone on this planet, if they wanted to identify as a certain per- a certain thing, person, and they also wanted to identify with different pronouns, I would respect those pronouns as best I could, obviously. Because it's not the normal they, them, most people will go out of their way to ignore the pronouns that you've chosen. It's similar with people that are transgender, similar with people that are just gay. Just or gay. identify as... Yeah, just gay isn't gay isn't enough anymore. Okay, gay is we're so far beyond gay in the world of being woke. Like gay is pff, it's old news, it's boring. I beat off to gay porn all the time, and I'm not gay. It's just, <laughs> just what you do. It's just everyday life. It's just, who fucking cares? If you don't have some weird new fucking word, it's not trendy enough. That's what this is. It's a competition. I think we've gotten so bored as a race of humans that like we have to create problems because like you know and I'm not saying there aren't still 
injustices. You know, there definitely are. But, you know, it's not... We're not making people ride in the back of the bus. We're not, you know, separating, segregating schools and separating people. Like, things are so much more... You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, integrated and and normalized now that I think a lot of these people, especially the very privileged white people like this Zerhole here, um, <laughs> that they just have to make up shit to be asshole upset is a is gender neutral. You can just say that. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> want to offend Zit, and um, that's it. But gender neutral. It zit. is also gender neutral. She's a zit. It's each Zim's a zit. I don't fucking. Know. This is the dumbest shit. And to, to like to make the, a big deal out of this is just it's so fucking pretentious and narcissistic. Uh, the, the the last comment on this video is my favorite. Not everyone gets their own. You're not that special in the eyes of the world. <laughs> fucking get over yourself. This was the comment? Yeah, that's oh. the comment that somebody left on this person's video. It's, uh, watch a little more of this. It is gender neutral. So many people will go out of their way to express their ignorance, but will not expect that they expect it back. I don't think people in this planet realize that there are people that are different, that love being different, that are not choosing to be different. It's just their preference. Now, wait a minute. Do they love to be different, or are they not choosing to be different? Like, what's the... But they, uh, but they're preferring something. Yeah. I'm very confused. They're preferred pronouns, but they don't choose it. No, that's what a preference is. It's your personal choice. Also, I'm fine with you being different. I'm fine with you being weird. I'm not fine with you being a dick about it, though. Yeah. And that's where it comes in. You know what else is a gender neutral term? Dipshit. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. That's that's my gonna be go to. And they're like, excuse me, like, look, it's gender neutral, so you can't be mad. I can call you fuckface. I can call you dipshit. I can call you cum stain. It's all gender neutral. There's no gender assigned to any of these things. So, welcome to my world, bitches. And it sucks because so many people are forced to live a lie to keep others happy or to prevent themselves from getting hurt or attacked. My pronouns are Zim and Zer, and if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to preference my life to you. You either accept my existence, or you fuck off and expect my resistance. It's just that. Resistance to what? Me fucking off? Because I thought that's what Zit wanted. (laughs) Yeah, right? I'm confused. Do, do Do I fuck off, or do you resist me fucking off? I don't know, baby. And is that a form of sexual assault if I fuck off? Did off give its consent? And what is the gender of off? Is off a zim or a zer? Is off a they or a she? Or a he? Or a zwat? What hold does off have for me to fuck? I'm, there's, there's, I'm just left with more questions of these people trying to explain this dumb shit. And I don't know where to fucking go with it. I don't know what to do. You know, um... In yoga, being, like, have your preferences for sure. Don't be a dick about it, right? Like, yeah. you know, if you feel a certain way, then that's fine. Like, and it's okay to express that, but you don't have to be a dick about it. But in yoga, so that wasn't all the yoga part. I mean, that kind of was a yoga part. But, like, in yoga, like, being so strongly attached 
to something like that pulls you further away from, um, you know, uh, enlightenment and liberation. I miss, I do miss the nineties when everybody was like, Oh, I'm not about labels. Now it's like, I definitely have labels and you better get them right or I'm going to fucking crucify you. Or, or I'm not about the labels that we've been brought up to believe were the labels. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make our own labels and not tell you what they are until you get them wrong. Mm-hmm. And she talked about, I'm sorry, this person is talking about, uh, you know, address me by my, do you ever walk up to somebody and say, hi, her, hi, she. Do you ever, have you ever like, no, use a gendered pronoun speaking to someone about themselves? No. Would she like to go to the mall? <laughs> hey, can I cook her some dinner? You'd look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Have you gone full retard? Like, this is, that's not how you talk. And if I'm talking to somebody else, don't fucking worry about what I'm saying to them. I'm saying, hey, she, I'm sorry, he, there's got to be a dick there. He would like to go to the bathroom and doesn't know which one to use. Can you show him where the urinal is, but make sure it's the floor one so the dick doesn't drag through the por- across the porcelain on the way by? <laughs> I'm just being a dick now, but it's fucking ridiculous. And I'm going to be an asshole about this because that's what somebody like it's being that big an asshole about it deserves. Like, just call them all fuck. Anybody ever tell so me. So you're just going to keep watching TikTok videos and maybe commenting I and, might. and hitting the not. Now, I can't like comment button. on them because they'll tag you for bullying and kick you off. Christina P has been kicked off like banned temporarily had a couple different temporary bands for bullying on TikTok, <laughs> and they're ridiculous shit like things that she said were not insulting in any way but still got like temporary bands for bullying so your way of battling this is you're going to watch a bunch of TikTok videos and put comments no i'm just gonna make fun of it here on our podcast oh okay so I'm I've got to listen to it <laughs> just today just today I'm done like, oh, okay. I just went down this rabbit hole the other day because of something I heard on another podcast where they were these it was these two it was a couple explaining pronouns and like all the different pronouns and all this like the rules of this and they were they were so like saccharine and fake and so goddamn obnoxious they could have been talking about anything even something I completely agreed with and I would have been like, I want to stab you both in the face. Mm. They were that type of just phony, fake, horrible fucking people. But then, and then they picked pronouns, and it was just the absurdity of it was what. It's like I gotta look. There's got to be more shit like this out there. So this was like ten minutes of searching. I found this. My coworker though, when I showed him the one with the little skits, there's like <laughs> this person has like ten or fifteen of these little skits. Just that first thing that popped up, and it's. They're all just like that. Just this person playing two different characters and explaining to the dumb, poor, dumb, normal person how it's okay. I'll teach you how to be See, a better person. I took that as irony and um, satire. Oh, no. Not- the person explains how they are like literally trying to show you how it should oh. be. Like this person is like trying to. I thought, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. It, it should be like. No, this person is serious and is showing you how life should be and how people should react to learning your preferred pronouns. Well, yeah, but nobody was being a dick in those skits, right? Like, so. Not in the skits, no, but it was just... It was still just ridiculous. Like, the person acts a little bit confused. Like, oh, it's all right. You're new at this. <laughs> like, you... 
was being mansplained or zimsplained. <laughs> Zitsplained. By the way, mansplaining is a man explaining. <laughs> I know, baby. You sent me the meme. I know, Thank you. So, I knew you would appreciate it. I know. With Skeletor. I sent you that meme earlier so we could discuss it now. But I, I sent no, you, you didn't. A, a you meme, sent it to me because I'm always. A meme is something that you send. <laughs> and next week, it'll just be Gene on Adulting <laughs> Under the Influence because Jason will be dead. If the police are listening, she did it. She definitely did it. He doesn't know. <laughs> Don't call me he. <laughs> it's Z. <laughs> Z you next week. Uh, fun times, babe. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Email us. DM us on Instagram. Instagram at AUIPod. Email AUIPodJJ at gmail.com. Uh, you got problems, need advice? We'll fuck you up. I mean, help you out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> write in, send us a DM, comment on our posts, whatever. Reach us there. Uh, subscribe to us on all the platforms, whatever you listen on uh, Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate. Um, Thanks for joining us. Hope you come back next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some production issues last week, so our episode was late. But we're dropping on Wednesdays. We're sticking with that right now, and it's going well. We still have not missed a week since we started back. Yeah, this one's going to be on Wednesday. Yeah, this one will be really on Wednesday. The last one was late. Yeah, but it was still in the same week, so we still yeah. haven't missed a week. So that's good. I think we're, the consistency is it's great. We're, uh, we're here. We're having fun. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you too, baby. Uh, thanks for joining me again. Thanks for putting up with my shit for a day. Yeah. I put <laughs> shit every day. It's the Adulting Under Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hasta luego. Ciao. Deuces.